the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So we were talking about this uh, crazy story in the Columbus Dispatch penned by Anna Staver. I know she may not write the headline. She may. Uh, They probably can't afford copy editors anymore. Uh, But it is uh, all cheerleader-ish for the fact that transgender youth should be allowed to make life-altering decisions at ages far less than they achieve emotional maturity. Uh, scientists will tell you that a child's brain is not developed fully until they're 25, but it does develop faster in some areas than in others. Uh, I've studied this because I have teenage girls. I was raised in a house of three boys, so I didn't have any exposure to girls. I wanted to understand my girls better. I have a very, very, very wise wife. She's been unbelievably helpful and helping me understand how my girls think. But still, if there's information out there, I want to know what that information is. I want to try to understand it. And my wife and I talk about it. Is this true? Is this not true? Is this your experience? Was it not your experience? And so what we found, and one of the resources on this has been very, very helpful, is uh, a series of books by uh, Dr. Kathy Cook, K-O-C-H. I'd highly advise that. Uh, to you as a parent to learn about your kids and how they think. But you find that the part of a child's brain that responds to stimuli matures faster. Does that make sense? Given what you see about kids' fascination with social media, with likes, with Twitter, with Instagram, with TikTok, post a video, get a bunch of likes, create a video, hope it goes viral, all those things, they're responding to that affirmation and stimuli faster than the reason part of their brain. The reason part of their brain is the last part of their brain that matures. At about, you know, by age 25, it's fully matured. So on a decision as consequential as altering your body chemistry with puberty blockers or altering your body with surgery, given what we know, and this we do know, not unlike the doctor earlier who said, we know vaccines are safe for kids. You don't know that. We know this that brains of children don't mature until they're 25, why then would anybody advocate for radical changes in body chemistry composition with puberty blockers or surgery unless they're what? What? A zealot. A zealot where the ends justify the means. And that is the epitome of the transgender movement. They are zealots. They don't care if they ruin the lives of a child. They don't care, really care, if a child commits suicide. And what is the suicide rate among transgender youth with gender dysphoria? It's astronomically higher than it is among regular teenagers. Now, is that because they have 
people not affirming them in their choices? I would submit that no. It is at least as prevalent, suicide is among them, because they make a choice that perpetuates their own disconnection from their biological reality, and they find that the one thing they thought was going to make them happy does not make them happy, and in fact makes them more miserable, leading to more desperation, more depression, and then out of hope, what happens? I think that's a very plausible scenario and would be upheld by research. So let me continue some of the things in this story, which is very odd because Anna Staver starts out with how horrible, terrible, awful it is that House Bill 454 would outlaw the use of puberty blockers, hormones, and gender reassignment surgery for children under the age of 18, to which I say, fantastic. Doctors who broke the law could face professional discipline in civil lawsuits. They should. Teachers would also be required to tell parents about a minor's perception that his or her gender is inconsistent with her or sex. What's the harm of that? What's the harm of parents knowing? So, I continue to read the story. Only a handful of medical providers in the Buckeye State provide gender-affirming medical care to minors, such as puberty blockers, hormones, and surgery. Now, Anna Staver, writer of this story, clearly has used words in the story to convey her leftist opinion, as in the lead where she said, Republicans in the Ohio House are trying again. Here they go again with their uncaring efforts to dominate children. So I'm going to play this game, okay? Because two can play at this game. So if a twisted conservative Bruce Hooley wanted to write that same paragraph I just read you, this is how I would write it, Anna. Only a handful of butchers in the Buckeye State provide gender-altering treatment to minors, such as puberty blockers, hormones, and surgery. Psychologically harmful, gender-altering care to minors, because it is psychologically harmful, and it is gender-altering. Then this story takes a weird turn. After about six paragraphs of saying how this would be a great idea that these kids could get this gender altering drugs and surgery if only these mean old white Republican Trump voting Ohio General Assembly people would butt out of their lives. The story takes a strange turn in that it says that already in Ohio there are measures in place to kind of sort of discourage kids from getting the things Anna Staver spent five paragraphs telling you they should be able to get without their parents knowing about it. Most family doctors won't prescribe hormones, said Liam Gallagher, the program director for an LGBTQ youth nonprofit. Who is Liam Gallagher? Ah, we read on later. Gallagher, who began his own transition at 21. So Liam Gallagher is... I'm going to assume if he's now Liam, he was before Leanne. Because he's transitioned at 21, four years before his brain was fully developed. He says he's observed that most Ohio doctors want both parents to agree before they prescribe medication. Okay, good, Liam. So then I would say, what is the objection to putting this into law? If a transgender activist like Liam Gallagher, who has transitioned himself or herself or their self, because I want to be 
I want to be right in board with the preferred pronouns, and I don't know which ones Liam's are. He or she or they are saying that this is good. So what is the objection to doing it and putting it into law to make people do it? And then Liam Gallagher says something very interesting. The waiting to transition felt like years for me, even though it was just months. Hmm. Now, why would that be, Liam? Would that be because Liam was 21 when Liam was allowed to make a decision four years in advance of Liam's brain being fully developed? And Liam, while that may have been frustrating to you, I would submit that it would have been better for you if you would have been forced to wait until you were 24. I understand you didn't like it, but that's an issue. Not an ish me. See, that's all on you, Liam. Not on me. That you felt that way. Because I'm not responsible for your feelings. And in fact, I feel a responsibility to protect you from the lie that often is magnified by our feelings. House Bill 454 gravely concerns, of course it does, uh, Dr. Scott Leibovitz of Nationwide Children's Hospital. Well, that is wonderful that a doctor at Children's Hospital is gravely concerned about a measure that would protect children. Hmm. He says that... Surgery depends on the emotional maturity of a young person. (laughs) Yeah, you think? And then I love this paragraph. Data on how many minors undergo this kind of surgery is scarce. You really think that's true? Do you really think in this age of modern medicine, have you been to the doctor lately? I've been to the doctor in the past like seven years. Anybody been to the doctor out there since Obamacare? Do you know what happened with Obamacare? Do you notice your doctor, when they come in to see you now, they have like a little laptop-y type device with them? You know why they have that? Because they're required by the government to file data, a record of every single medical procedure, disease, and diagnosis of their patients. They are required to do that with the federal government. So knowing that, I find it highly disputable that this sentence could be correct. Data on how many minors undergo gender reassignment surgery is scarce. No, no. I don't think the data is scarce at all. I think the data is unflattering to the case that transgender surgery advocates want to make. And as proof of my assertion, I would cite no less leftist authority than Leslie Stahl and 60 Minutes, which did a story recently, you can find it on YouTube, about kids who are allowed to have transgender, or have excuse me, gender reassignment surgery, and the overwhelming majority of them end up regretting it. So the data is not scarce. What do you think? I'm I'm going in for like a secret surgery. They're going to change me from a boy into a girl. You think there's not a medical record of that? You think that's sucked right out of Ohio Health and Children's Hospital and Riverside Hospital's records? You think that's not on board? uh, That's like sealed? Bogus. 
No way is that sealed. They know exactly how many kids are undergoing this. They know exactly how many of them commit suicide. They know exactly how many of them end up in long-term psychological care. They don't want you to know what the results are. That's why they're telling you the data is scarce. So this whole thing is nonsense, and it's all about, again, what? The ends justify the means. What are the ends? The ends are we want to raise a generation of people who believe what we believe, and parents are standing in the way of their kids believing what we on the left believe. And so the only way we can accelerate our takeover of this country is to get those kids away from those parents. And if we have to do it medically, we'll do it. If we have to do it academically, we'll do it. If we have to do it with the entertainment industry, we'll do it. And if we have to do it with the news media, we'll do it. And our chances of doing it are better when we marshal all of those forces in an effort to do it. And so now, for at least until 2024... We have the presidency and the Department of Justice to join us in our efforts to do it. I see perfectly what this is and what the end game is, and I believe you do as well. So the Kyle Rittenhouse trial continues uh, as the jury is deliberating, and there are a lot of people marshalling uh, themselves to get to Kenosha, Wisconsin, for the verdict. Now, why do they want to get there? Well, they want to get there to uh, wreak havoc and cause uh, damage and incite violence if Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty, which he should be found not guilty. Uh, Story today that the prosecution in the case, which uh, clearly has no respect for Kyle Rittenhouse's constitutional protections. Otherwise, the prosecutor would not have gotten up and tried to insinuate with the jury that Kyle Rittenhouse was somehow doing something nefarious or um, something that indicates his guilt by staying silent after his arrest. I know you have the right to remain silent in our country. You have the right against self-incrimination that's in the Constitution. So uh, Prosecutor Binger, bringing that up in court, first of all, that should have been an immediate mistrial. Should have been an immediate mistrial. He prejudiced the jury right there. And that, as the judge said, is first-year law student stuff. It's actually not even first-year law student stuff. I know it, and I've never been to law school. You know it, too. You ever watched an episode of a police drama? You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law, right? No matter how far back you go. Law and Order SVU, Hawaii Five O, whatever you want. Go all fall the way back. Anything post gunsmoke has had Miranda rights in it. Or any book you've ever read. So that was a clear attempt by Binger when he wasn't pointing an AR fifteen with his finger on the trigger at the jury to poison the jury. He also lied in his closing about, well, once you buy a gun, once you bring a gun, you lose your right to self-defense. Really? So you bring a gun to work, and a mass shooter comes into your place of work, and you've got the drop on him, and you can shoot him, and you can save the lives of 50 co-workers, but you realize, oh, 
What a bummer. I brought a weapon to work today. I can't shoot this guy or I won't be able to plead self-defense. What nonsense. So I heard one of these protesters today talking about why they are in Kenosha. And I wanted to pursue this because this is a fascinating fallacy of people who get mad and want to riot in the aftermath of something like the Jacob Blake arrest that led to Kyle Rittenhouse going to Kenosha, Wisconsin, because the police were not allowed to do what police should do when people riot. This whole thing started because Jacob Blake was was shot in the back seven times. You know, so it, everything like this seems to stem around racism and, and, and white supremacy. This whole thing started because Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times. I ask you, is that really where this whole thing started? I would say unequivocally resoundingly, emphatically, no. That is not where it started. That is where it escalated. But that is not even remotely close to where it started. Let's go back and trace the steps of where this really started, shall we? Now, everything I'm going to mention here is a place where had Jacob Blake chosen differently what has started according to this protester would have stopped so where did it start well suppose jacob blake had not impregnated a woman who was not his wife would this have ever gotten started because had jacob blake not impregnated this woman who was not his wife And had he not decided to be a lousy father to the child or children that resulted from their union outside of wedlock, this would not have started. Had he decided not to sexually abuse his wife and digitally rape her, she would not have called the police to come and save her from Jacob Blake. And thus, this would not have started. Or had Jacob Blake, after impregnating her, and after being a lousy father to the children that resulted from their out-of-wedlock union, simply obeyed police when they showed up at her house and not failed to comply with their orders or failed to fight with them, this would not have started. Or had he realized when they tased him, wow, this is getting serious, Maybe I should stop fighting because if they tased me and I keep fighting, I wonder what they might do next. This would not have started. But Jacob Blake did not do any of that. He chose to do all of those things. Then he chose to go around the car and get in the car and reach in the car and get a knife. And that is when the police who showed up at that house wanting to do anything but use lethal force on anyone were left no choice but to do what they did to subdue Jacob Blake. His choices forced the choices of those officers. So that is where this started. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.